You're listening to another episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Listen to them all at smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. The Small Business Saturdays podcast. With your host and my husband. And my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. Good morning, good morning, good morning. My name is Aaron Montgomery, as you just heard from my wonderful family there. And I am with OurSuccessGroup.com. Hopefully everybody is having a wonderful Saturday. I'm excited to chat about feedback cues here today, what we can do to listen to those. Uh, Actually, we're going to spend a lot of time talking about internal feedback cues here today. Feedback, it's like our business GPS. Actually, it's a personal GPS too, but, but feedback in general is like our business GPS system. It's what allows us to stay on course. It says, oops, you're going too far this way, or oops, you're going too far that way. We need to have feedback. All feedback has value, and it's what we need to stay on course. So even feedback that you get that doesn't feel all that great, somebody says, you're doing not doing a great job, or, or that sucked, or I didn't like your product or service, or whatever, that's still feedback that's valuable to you. So we have to be actively trying to get feedback in our world and we can use that stuff, you know, feedback that's also positive or feedback that's just kind of more in in the middle. Only you can decide whether or not the feedback is valid. All feedback we get gives us some information. It's, it's just data for us. So we need to kind of reframe our thinking of, around feedback. You know, most business owners, feels like you're being personally attacked if uh, a customer has a bad experience or something doesn't go exactly right or, or you know somebody's upset or whatever the case may be. We have to remove all of the, the feelings from that part of it and realize that that feedback is extremely valuable for us as data and as data only. So if you can separate that and say it's data, you know that's their perception of the situation. And the more I can learn about uh, external perception of the situation, the better I can make decisions to be focused on the right customers that I want to be doing business with. And and so what we're talking about there is external feedback. And that's that feedback that we've been talking about here that you get from others. You know, the customers are telling you about the experience. Someone from the outside, as I just mentioned, is how they're perceiving your company message or whatever the situation may be. And, And other external feedback is just that, hey, you're doing a great job. That that comment from a friend or, or is also external feedback. And, and like I mentioned, you should be actively trying to get as much external feedback as you can. Hey everyone, Aaron here real quick. Sorry for the brief interruption. If you are getting anything out of Small Business Saturdays, please head over to oursuccessgroup.com forward slash SBS. We're going to send you some free resources and give you some more information about our success group and how we might be able to help your company even more. Thanks for tuning in. Now back to the podcast. But the other thing that we need to be aware of when it comes to feedback is we also have internal feedback um, or these internal feedback cues is what I want to talk about here today. And those are those feelings that we have, you know, maybe something's not quite right. It's that gut feeling, or, or maybe it's that feeling of um, being ecstatic or excited or energized or things like that. So 
we have to learn to listen and harness those internal cues so we can take action to correct our course more quickly. So just like those external cues as data, those internal cues are also data. And, and they're telling us, okay, we're on course, we're off course, we're off course, we're on course. When we're trying to get to a goal or when we're trying to create something or succeed, it's not always just, okay, here's my target. I'm heading straight at it, right? I'm, I'm not right straight at it. What happens is it's this winding road. And, and, and again, we have to understand that it's a winding road, but when we're getting off course, there are feedback cues, both external and internal that are telling us, Hey, you're off course. Okay. That's fine. You know, when, when Apollo 11 went to the moon, they had planned for course corrections, right? So the billions and billions of dollars that were spent and lives that were, were lost and, and man hours spent, it wasn't a straight shot. They got out there and they had to make some course corrections. And, and so just like those course corrections that they had to make to get to the moon, they had their target, right? But they had to make a couple of course corrections. And so we have to do the same thing. We have to be listening for those feedback cues and, and realize that there are external and internal cues. So what ends up happening is those internal cues will continue to build up and, and get louder and be stronger and really the closer we're getting to a catastrophe or, or some major low event, or again, maybe some major high event, the louder those cues are going to get for you. So the more we can tune into these, the faster that we can act and be proactive. And by being proactive, that's going to do things for our business and ourselves, like reducing stress, making those decisions easier, and honestly, just making business more fun when we can tune into those internal cues. And so, as I mentioned, that's what I really want to talk about today is harnessing the power of internal feedback. So let's check in here. Good morning, Chuck. Thanks for being here. Good morning, Kyleen. Awesome. All right. So internal feedback. Let me get the right thing in front of me there. Sorry about that. <laughs> Just want to make sure I'm on course as well. <laughs> I'm correcting some internal feedback right now. Um, all right. So ex I'm sorry, internal feedback can show up in, in many different forms, but on the negative side of things, it can show up in excess stress, boiling up frustrations, and increased feeling of overwhelm or even in some extreme cases, or, or just depending on how much of this stuff you've got built up, it, it can even lead to, to some depression. Um, and, and it's an indication that we need to make a change, that we need to regroup, and we need to reframe the situation. Now, internal feedback can also show up in the form of being energized, or that feeling of being in the zone. And that feedback is also very valuable because it lets us know that we're on the right path and that we need to do more of those things and that we need to amplify those things. So the internal cues are balancing feedback and our feelings are very valuable 
as they're giving us direction regarding what we should do more of and what we need to change. We have to learn to trust these feelings and act on them when the time is right. So to better trust these feelings and insights, your subconscious is providing for you. We need, we need to, let, let me, let me rephrase that. That didn't come off the way I wanted it to here. So we have to better trust these insights and, and really it's our subconscious that is providing those insights, that feedback. And so I want to discuss some, some of the things that this might mean for you. That way you can more quickly identify them and what these insights are and what, what these feedback cues are is typically some habit or behavior that we have that is built up as just part of who we are as of right now that is causing the feeling and, and you have to identify if you need to push outside your comfort zone and do more of what's working or identify that habit or behavior that you need to change or adjust or modify, right? So when you have stress, distractions, and lack of motivation, those are common cues that you're kind of fighting a losing battle against yourself. When you feel like you're fighting that losing battle against yourself every day, it's time to take a look at what you're doing, how you're doing it, and why you do things the way that you do. Your beliefs, your habits, your behaviors are what your internal cues are trying to tell you about. And, and, and so if the feelings are negative, it's telling you that you're out of alignment. You're not doing the things that align correctly. And some belief has gotten in there. Some habit that you've picked up needs to be changed. It needs to be unprogrammed, you know, and we need to do something differently. So to be able to break those, what I call limiting beliefs, or, or maybe some people might say you know, blocks, you know, we've got to remove those blocks. You've got to dig a little deeper and, and sometimes digging a little deeper can be uncomfortable. Our beliefs were programmed into us over all of the years of our lives. And a lot of the things that are actually holding us back or, or kind of keeping us from having that positive feeling, you know, that a lot of these deep feelings of, of stress, anxiety, and overwhelm come from things that were programmed into us when we were kids, you know, when, when, when we were much younger, some, some event happened. And from that event, you took on this belief about reality that at the time felt very true for you. But now as you're older and wiser and have more abilities, Maybe that belief isn't necessarily so much true for you anymore, but it's still controlling you. So we have to do things to get in there and unlock those limiting beliefs. Now, um, my wife and I put on a 60-minute program that we called Breaking Through Limiting Beliefs, but we're working on kind of updating it and changing it a little bit, probably going to rename it Unlocking Your Potential. And we host that program monthly. And in fact, the next one will be coming up October 21st at 7 p.m. Central Time. Um, I will put that on there and that will be changing a little bit. But if you just want to go take a look at it, um, reach out, direct message, whatever, uh, email success at our successgroup.com if you'd like to get on the list to get more information about that. But we actually go through a whole 60 minute process of digging into those things and then writing them down, a, a way to look at how we can change those beliefs or, or use 
the current knowledge and abilities that we have as our older, wiser self and and figure out how to turn those things around and turn them into positive things for us. So um, it's a whole process that gives you that opportunity to have a new perspective and create a new internal belief. So um, anyhow, that's one way we got to just dig into it. You know, we, we do a meditation and, and get into some things. But for you, you know, at the very start, just identify those things. Say, okay, what is it that I believe to be true that maybe not is not true and is causing these feelings of stress, anxiety, overwhelm, whatever it is for you, right? So we need to align our beliefs, our daily habits, and our behaviors to our goals and what we're trying to do. So if your business goal is to earn a million dollars, we have to believe that we can do that. And, you know, through working through removing those blocks and limiting beliefs and through things like affirmations and just improve self-talk, we can get to where we believe we can earn a million dollars, right? Elon Musk believed that he could build a rocket ship and send people to space, right? But he had to have that internal belief first. And so it took some things, you know, he, he had things happen along the way in his life and he did things for himself, um, internally to get beyond those things and 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 have that belief so we we need to understand what internally is holding us back from what we want to be doing all right now your behaviors also play a big role in this so we have to align our behaviors along with our beliefs and our habits and 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 that's where this becomes uh can become a challenge because there is no one magic bullet. There's no one going, if I say you do this, da, 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 perfect. No, because think about it this way. Here, here's some different behaviors that you might identify with one way or the other. Maybe you are the type of person that is more proactive and planning and, and, and kind of ready to go. But there are also other people who live just fine in a very reactive place. And, and that's okay. The, 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 here's the interesting part about these behaviors is this is not a right or wrong, good versus bad. These are, this is who you are, or this is who you are, right? So are you more proactive or are you more reactive? Other people might be more daring or more conservative. Do you work better under pressure or do you need a slower pace to be able to kind of get everything going in, in, in your way? Are you more analytic and all about the data and making sure that all the ducks are in a row? Or are you more careless or, or, or just kind of go with the flow, right? How do you communicate? Are you a very open communicator, very just whatever you wear it on your sleeve? Or are you more internal and, and calculated and, and, and very concerned about how you say things and things like that? How do you make decisions, right? Do you, do you just go with your gut or do you have to get all of the ducks in a row? We've talked about that a little bit, but do you have to, you know, how do you make those decisions? Can you make those decisions quickly or do you need more time to process things? Um, you know, other behaviors are, are you prone to procrastination, right? That's, that's more, are you proactive or reactive? But, you know, some people function very well under pressure and, and they procrastinate till they get to that point where, okay, now there's enough pressure that I can get this done, 
right? And and again, the uh, not saying good, bad, or, or or indifferent. These are just the way that we are. These are just the behaviors that we have created. Now we can change some of them if if they're wearing on us and causing us stress. And the feedback cue is telling us this. But you know, things like whether you're a perfectionist or that you believe that all is good in, in as long as it gets done, right? You, you, you kind of, are, I'm, because of things that happened to me when I was younger, I've definitely developed this habit of being, or a behavior of being more of a perfectionist. I got to make sure everything's right. I, I try to double check things. I, I just hate that feeling of going, ah, crap. Yep. I forgot about that. Right. And, and yet those things still happen to me all the time. So again, what are my behaviors? And as you can see from what we just talked about here, this kind of list of, of potential yin yang behaviors is that we're all very unique and these behaviors can have a huge impact, not only on ourselves personally, but on our business. And, and if these behaviors, beliefs, and habits get out of alignment, then your results are going to be what changes, right? You, you're either going to get the results that you want if all those things are in alignment, or you're going to not get the results that you want, and you're going to have more stress, anxiety, and, and challenges. So at this point, uh, my guess is you guys might be thinking, hey, Aaron, I, I, I get it, right? I see how my habits, beliefs, and behaviors are affecting my feelings and my internal cues. You know, and, and really, uh, you probably hopefully understand that that's also affecting your success of your business and, and that stress, anxiety, and overwhelm that you might be feeling. But you came here today for actionable solutions. You wanted to hear some actionable resources, right? So let's talk about some actionable resources here. The number one thing that we must do when it comes to these internal cues and then getting things into alignment is we have to move these internal cues from the unconscious, just, just that feeling that, that we get of, of overwhelm, anxiety, stress, and, and take those feelings and move them to the conscious part of our brain and, and basically start listening to those cues and say, okay, I've got excess stress that I'm, this is a new feeling right now. Um, instead of just going, okay, uh, keep doing things the same way and, and and just power through it, right? We need to consciously say, okay, I've got that stress. Now, what is the cause? What is the root cause of that stress? And and we need to evaluate it and and evaluate what's working and then start making informed choices as to changes that are required to get back into internal alignment. So the very best way to do this is when you start having those feelings is we got to make sure that we are focused on our strengths. What happens for most of us is we, as a protection mechanism, we want to go out and we want to identify all of our weaknesses and then we want to start improving them, right? But real success comes from staying in your greatness zone, working on the things that are a strength of yours. Aaron from our success group here. I wanted to share with you about our book group, a program here at our success group where we work through a curated business book monthly. Each month, OBG will read and review a book covering different themes to give you a well-rounded education. These books are easily consumable 
all are between about a five to 10 hour read or listen time. That's the other important part. There's always an audiobook available too. Part of this group, there's a managed, engaging Facebook group that's going to help you stay accountable. This group is moderated by a wonderful action taker, Wendy Rossman. Wendy's an active member in the OSG community, and she's also somebody that's going to help your business grow. At the end of the month, there are Zoom calls that encourage action. Knowledge is only as valuable as the action you take with it, and that's what we're all about here at Our Success Group. Check it out today at OurSuccessGroup.com forward slash OBG, and let's get started today. Uh, understanding that we don't want to necessarily um, work on our weaknesses, we, we want to do things like mask our weaknesses, you know, stay focused on our strengths so the weaknesses don't matter. And that could be kind of masking those weaknesses and, and making sure that we're not playing into the weaknesses. And, and then the other thing we can do then is, is surround ourselves with people who complement your strengths and, and they fill in those gaps. You know, the, your weaknesses are their strengths. Their weaknesses are your strengths. And, and you need to start surrounding yourself with those kinds of people. Now, I'm not saying you have to go out and get a business partner. I'm saying, you know, start having conversations, get into a community, join a mastermind group, have an accountability partner, whatever it is, just have somebody that you go to coffee with that, that can help you understand and, and let their strengths be things. And, and then you can do things together, right? So their strengths are, are, are your weaknesses. So let, let's look at how this might work in, in, in actual reality, right? Let's get out of the theory here for a second and get into some actual reality. So let's say you're not great at writing content creation, maybe, you know, the posting on social media, but your strengths are really interacting with people and you've got a lot of empathy, right? Well, for you, then again, if we're going to focus on our strengths, then you should spend less time worrying about creating your own content and focusing on the things that you can do to, you know, create face-to-face -face opportunities, um, Maybe you can set up uh, something where you have a networking event or you go to a networking event, or maybe you're going to a craft fair with the intention of just building relationships and networking. And you can also look for ways to just enhance those strengths. What, what can you do to enhance the fact that as far as interacting and listening and being empathetic, how can we do more of that? You know, so maybe you're not the one that's creating the content online and, and the one that's posting all the time, but you should be actively involved in that online community. You know, you should be replying to as many people as you can. You should be encouraging. You should be in supporting, you know, so realize that you're going to get a lot of feedback externally from a lot of places. You know, our success group is going to teach you about next Wednesday doing marketing with TikTok. But just because you hear that somebody say that you should do marketing on TikTok and it's a great way to get people to recognize and, and learn about your business, that doesn't mean that that's what you personally should be doing. That's just information. That's just feedback for you. Should you try it? Yeah. Why not? Try it and see how it feels. See what those internal cues are telling you, but listen to those internal cues. So, Here's a, here's a bit more of a, a personal example, an example from my own personal life. In fact, this just happened yesterday. Um, 
I was actually talking to my personal mastermind group. We get together every other week and, and have a conversation, but we were between conversations and, and I was struggling with a decision about something. It was a, a, a opportunity to potentially sign up for a, another training. And so I just reached out to him. We have a, a Facebook messenger group that we kind of keep up with uh, um, regularly. You know, it's not every day, but, uh, you know, when something comes up for people, they just, they ask in there. And so that's what I did. I, I got in there and I asked and I got all sorts of wonderful feedback and actually had a couple people from the group who actually had completely opposite views of what it was that I should do. And that was fantastic because it gave me the opportunity to listen to that feedback, try it on internally, quote unquote, try it on internally. You know, I thought about, okay, if I did what this person suggested, let me just visualize that and walk through it in my brain and, and try it on. And then I tried on the other one. And so I was able to kind of look at both sides of this in my mind first. And then I listened to the internal cues and what they were telling me and I was able to make what I feel is the right decision, right? When I visualized this thing on one side of it and I felt a lot of anxiety and stress and it just didn't feel right for me, then I was able to listen to that internal cue and say, okay, great suggestion, maybe doesn't fit me personally, all right? But this other suggestion, yes, it pushes me outside my comfort zone a little bit. It makes me still have to kind of do a little bit more. But that push wasn't this anxiety-ridden, overwhelming feeling. It was, ah, yes, okay, yep, there's a little bit, you know, the butterflies slightly, but not so much that I would feel like I'd lose all inertia, right? And so that's what it's all about. It's understanding those cues so we can make the right decision that still pushes us outside of our comfort zone. I'm not saying that you want to get rid of all of those those feelings, the feelings are what tells us what to do. So we need to have some of those things. But I've kind of realized when I start feeling like little butterflies that are just kind of like almost excitement to, to an extent, but, but some, hey, proceed with caution, that I'm actually doing something good, that, that it's actually leading me in the right direction. But it took me listening to those internal cues to get there. So lastly, we need to make sure that we are building trust and, um, and, and when, when I say building trust, I'm saying building trust with those internal cues, with our internal feedback cues. So typically, again, we have that feeling of overwhelm and we just try to hustle harder or we feel an excessive amount of stress. And, and so the, 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 uh, wisdom out there is to just put our heads down and put your nose to the grindstone and, and plow through it. But if that's what we do, if we just ignore it and push those feelings down, then what's going to happen is those internal cues are going to start going, huh, well, he's not listening to me anyways. Why am I wasting my time with this? I'll just kind of tap lightly. And then once we get to uh, catastrophe, the internal coach becomes the internal critic saying, well, I told you so, but you didn't listen. So I'm just going to keep telling you all the negative things that you did. But if we listen to those internal cues, then we start building trust, right? And, and, and to build trust, we have to listen. It's just like any relationship that we have. Our relationships get stronger when we listen. 
So the more that we listen, the more your relationship is going to grow. And that same thing happens for our internal voice and that relationship becomes better. So when you have those overwhelmed feelings, I'm encouraging you to stop what you're doing and move the feeling to the conscious mind, right? So the feeling comes in, it's just that subconscious, you've got that, I'm stressed, I'm overwhelmed, I, I'm anxious, take a pause. And I'm not saying that we, when, when I'm talking about moving this to your conscious mind, I'm not saying, okay, carve out three hours and go climb to the top of the mountain and sit in a you know, meditative position and, and ask the universe. No, what I'm saying is pause for a moment and say, okay, I'm feeling stressed. Let me pause. Okay. I got that feeling. I'm going to pause for just one moment. I'm going to move this to my conscious brain and say, okay, what, what do we think is ca causing this? And something's going to bubble up and, and, and just trust that, you know, maybe write it down and go, okay, oh, well, that's the cause of it. All right. So when, when we look in and can point out just a gut feeling of what's causing this, then think about what you could do differently to change the feeling or to get to that in the zone feeling, that energized feeling. So try a new approach, do something slightly outside of your comfort zone. And, and that's going to tell your internal feedback cues that you trust them and, and that you're listening, right? And, and you trust them because you're listening. So an example would be maybe you're stressed out about money and, and maybe there's some internal feeling that there's it's time to go get a real job, right? Well, a lot of times what we do, and I know I do this all the time, is I, I just want to ignore it, right? And, and just pound through it harder and, and, and you know, I, I just need that one more customer. I just need this one more thing to go right for me. And yes, we want to have that abundance mentality that, that we can push through some of those things, but maybe it's also a cue that we need to stop and take a look at our finances. Maybe our books aren't done and maybe we need to, you know, look at some ways that we can reduce some spending. Maybe we've just kind of gotten to uh, like, oh, everything's great and, 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 but maybe it's a little bit tighter than we realize. And so maybe it's time to uh, turn off Netflix for a couple of months or, or, you know, get rid of something and, and kind of buckle down a little bit, but, you know, just kind of taking that opportunity as that internal feedback cue to say, okay, do I need to better manage my money? Do I need to get my books together? Do I need to seek outside help to, uh, to be able to get there, you know? And a lot of times once we do that, and, and we actually get into some reality, then that stress might go away because most times things are actually better than we realized, but there's a limiting belief or kind of a lack of abundance that can be controlling our feedback cues. And so again, we're still listening to them and we're going to say, you know, and, and so again, this is where that relationship with your internal voice comes in is you're saying, okay, thank you for that feedback. I really appreciate that here's the reality. We went and looked at it, you know, okay, things are a little bit better, you know? So let, let's, let's, you know, you're telling your internal voice, we need to have a little bit more of an abundance mentality. So, you know, but then there also could be a situation where you look at it and go, yeah, things are a little bit tighter than I want them to be, you know? So what changes can I make? Do I, do I need to raise my prices? Do you need to, you know, make more cold calls and, and maybe do that live video you've been putting off, right? What, what is the thing that you can do that pushes you a little bit outside of your comfort zone, but isn't creating that massive overwhelmed feeling that can tell those internal cues, that internal voice of yours, 
yeah, I'm listening to the cues. And the best way to build that trust is to say, okay, again, I'm, I'm just having this whole internal conversation with my internal self right now, but I'm saying to myself, okay, I listened to the cues and I'm going to prove it to you that I trust you because I'm going to take action on it. So once you start doing those things, those cues will start talking more clearly to you. And the more trust that you build up internally with those internal cues, that internal voice, that that danger ahead, instead of being a, a um, you know, iceberg right there, oh my God, we got to turn and we're going to scrape the side and the Titanic goes down. If you start listening to those in internal cues, what's going to happen in is they'll stop being those close calls. And what they'll actually be is just minor obstacles way up into the future that you're just going to skillfully be able to navigate around because now instead of like this massive challenge right in front of your face, those internal cues are going to say, Hey, look out ahead. Things are changing. Something's not feeling right here. Let's start, you know, communicating more with our customers to find out what's going on. You know, it, oh, pandemic. Okay, let's get let's get to what we can do and stop wasting our time worrying about all the things we can't control the the inventory shortages, the the challenges with employees, and things like that. What we're seeing and reading out there in the world. Yes, I don't want you to go just bury your head in the sand and 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 have this. You know, everything is great. I want you to listen to those cues and take action. Hi, I'm Kyleen, and you're listening to an episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Do you want to subscribe to the Small Business Saturdays podcast? Head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. We, we need to listen to our internal cues and focus on the things that we can control. So, you know, okay, yes, there are shortages, but everybody's dealing with shortages. So what is it that I can do? How can I reach out to my customers and say, hey, maybe we need to, um, you know, start getting orders in a little bit earlier. Here are the challenges that are going to happen. You know, if you're going to wait, that's totally fine, but I just might not be able to help you. And I would hate for that to happen. So, you know, let's, let's try to, you know, get this stuff together and, and, and give ourselves a little bit more time because it may take a couple of weeks to round up all the inventory that we need. Right. And so, you know, again, taking those actions and doing the things that we can control are what's going to build up our internal trust. And it's also going to lead to better external feedback as well. So that's what I had to share with you guys. Hopefully that is some good information Again, just a, a quick recap. When we talk about feedback cues, yes, we need to be getting that external. We need to be listening to it. We need to be understanding that that is just data that we can use to make decisions and only you can decide whether that external feedback is valuable. Same thing for the internal feedback. We need to be listening to it. We need to be gathering it. We need to be working together with our internal voice to get our habits, behaviors, and um beliefs into the right alignment that we're focused on our strengths and we're focused on the things that we can control. So 
that's what I had for you guys today. About 30 minutes back where I want to get this to. So hopefully that's great. I appreciate all of you guys tuning in here live. Appreciate uh, Re finally being able to catch a live. Uh, Sandy, good morning. And Facebook user, good morning. Thank you guys so much for being here. Hopefully this was valuable to you. If you have any questions, comments, thoughts on this, please let me know. Otherwise, reach out to me at success at our success And if you have any questions, you want to talk more about the unlocking your potential workshop coming up in October, October 21st at 7 p.m. Central time. So we're going to do a Thursday evening. Just trying to switch it up. We're going to go back to a Saturday. We're going to try some Monday nights and just different times that so we can hopefully catch everybody and be able to work with everybody. Because the great part about this uh, program here is this oursuccessgroup.com forward slash beliefs. If you want to go check that out, great part about that program is once you go through it, we're going to leave you with the stuff that you can do this on your own. Certainly always welcome to come back and go through it with us again, but you're going to have the ability to go work on anything that's blocking you at any time just by going through this process that we, we give to you again. So reach out to us, ask us questions about that, whatever we can do to help you. But what I want to leave you all with here, take some of the stuff off the screen so it's not distracting. What I want to leave you guys all with here, listen to your internal cues and then move them from the subconscious. I'm feeling stressed. I'm feeling this and say, okay, I'm feeling this, but let me move it to the conscious mind and say, okay, what's causing this? And then what can I do different to get into alignment? Do I need to go back and dig into some of my limiting beliefs, right? If our goal is to make a million dollars, but you don't believe that you can make a million dollars, you're going to be out of alignment and there's going to be a lot of stress happening there. So how do we get to the point where you can believe that you can make a million dollars? And there's lots of techniques that we can use, starting with unlocking our limiting beliefs, affirming those things and starting to build that internal trust. So hopefully that helps everybody. I want you guys to all have a great Saturday. Go out there, think about this, put this stuff into action. Next week, we are going to be talking about creating a money magnet mindset. So again, some more mindset stuff. Hopefully this is helpful for you guys. I know it's super helpful for me. And I believe that if you work on your mindset in your business, just as much as you work on trying to get good at your craft, you know, how do I make this product or you know, what's, how do I go find this product or whatever it is that you're working on there, that this mindset stuff is equally important. In fact, I would argue that it's more important because if you can't believe that you're going to do it first, you're never going to be able to do it no matter how hard you try at the other thing. So we're going to create a money magnet mindset next week with some tips and tricks from the success principles. And then the week after that, I'm going to welcome in a guest. I, my great friend, Eric Campbell, is going to be joining me. And we're going to have a discussion about the formula E plus R equals O. If you've not heard me say that before, E plus R equals O is the event, whatever the thing is that's happening out there. I can't get stock. Plus our response, how we respond to that. Do we just, you know, bury our head and, and you know, sit on our hands? or do we get creative or, or whatever? That's our response equals what the outcome is going to be. And the thing that we can control is our response. So I'm going to bring Eric in. He and I had a great conversation about it yesterday, actually. And I would like to share that conversation that we had about some of the things that go along with that, right? It's not just about bearing everything. We're going to talk more about feelings and things like that. So, um, 
That's in two weeks on the 16th of October, I believe, is a discussion about E plus R equals O with my good friend Eric Campbell. So I can't wait for that. So that's what's coming up. Appreciate it. You guys have a great rest of your Saturday and I will talk to everybody soon. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.